Chapter Eleven of J. Poindexter Colored by Irvin S. Cobb. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Afric Chores. Thus is what I says to myself, very first crack out of the box, and I subsequent sees no reason for to change my views. But this night at the pastime, when the subject is brung forward for discussion, I just lurks in a corner not saying nothing myself, but doing some very vigorous listening. Being a new member, the way I is, I prefers not to declare myself in at the go-off, but just to sort of hang back and catch the general drift of the old heads before I commits myself. Regardless of your private convictions, it don't hurt you none, sometimes, to throw in with the majority traveling with the current instead of against it, you maybe is not so prominent, but you gets fewer bumps across your head. A minnow sliding downstream with a passel of other minnows stands a heap better chance of leading a pleasant life than if he strives for to conspicuous himself by swimming upstream all by himself. Old brother Channel Cat is liable to come sauntering down past the towhead and see him going along there all alone and open wide that there big mouth of his. And then, little Mr. Minnow, I asks you, where is you? So I sets and hearkens to the powwowing. It seems that two or three present has been swept right off their feet by the masterful preachments of this here Gabriel, the Black Prophet. They is all organized up for to accept him as the chosen apostle of the colored race. It looks like they can't hardly wait for the blessed day to come when they'll pull out with him. They lows a lot of these here overbearing white folks is going to feel mighty funny the morning they wakes up and finds that all the black folks is done up and gone from em, and there ain't nobody left for to pack their heavy burdens for em and wait on em, without they turns in and does it themselves. They says a lot more like that. And pretty soon the old camp meeting tone comes creeping into their voices, and their eyes starts shining like they was repentant sinners gathered at the mourner's bench, and they begins to sort of sing their words and generally work themselves up into a state of grace. Right about then, this here U.S.G. Petty, which they calls him Lissus for short, speaks up. Until now he has been reared back in his chair listening the same as I is. But now he opens up and his words hits them enthusiastic ones like a dipper full of ice water throwed in their faces. He says to em, he says, When does all you niggers at so homesick for the sight of the dear African shore aims to start on your jubilatin' way? I is heerd a lot tonight and other times too bout this year journey. I is heerd it called a crusade and a pilgrimage, and a whole passel of other fancy names. But so fur, nobody ain't confided to me the details of the departure. The fust batch goes as soon as the fust boat is ready, says one of the true believers, name of Oscar Jordan. 
and the rest will follow wid rejoicin on the other boats of the fleet as they is made ready well me i ain't seen hair nur hide of one boat yit says lissus let alone it's a whole fleet but ain't you seen the picture of her in the literature which the black prophet give out says oscar i has brother says lissus i suttinly has i also has seen pictures of the late kaiser ex wilhelm of germany but that ain't no sign i specs to meet him strollin up lennox avenue some pleasant mawnin this comin week yas but the bindin payments is done been made on the fust ship says oscar the grand treasurer which he is the black prophet's brother-in-law by marriage he announced the full particulars at the last monster mass meetin he specifies she is to have a colored brass band on bode and a colored string band and a colored crew and a colored cap'n and uh-huh says lissus a colored cap'n huh all right boy you can give your confidences to a colored cap'n ef you's a mind to but speakin as your friend and well-wisher i should advise you at the same time when you is pickin out your favorite colored cap'n at you lackwise also picks out your favorite flower for display at the memorial services in case of a storm comin up on the way across the high seas cos he says it stands to reason the higher them seas is the deeper they is an ef you gits youself drownded out yonder it'll be a thowa job mind you he says i ain't sayin nothin agin my own race so long as they remains whar they naturally belongs which is on the solid ground but ef i'm goin journey across the broad newlantic ocean i craves me a white cap'n yas an a white crew too one or two including this here oscar tries to break in on him but he keeps right on he says to em he says i wonder is you ole home weekers been figurin out how you is goin get control of your beloved native Africa when you arrives safely tharin seems lack to me as a pint which you better be payin a right smart attention to it befo'hand cause from what i can gather white folks is done already laid claim to the most part of Africa, which is fit for a christian to live in i bet you wherever they is a diamond mine or a gold diggins or an ivory mine or anything worth havin you'll find a bunch of white men roostin close by wid posted signs up on every hand what does you aim to do en they ain't got no right fur to be thar in the fust place says oscar the prophet done oritate foley bout that didn't Africa belong to us black folkses to begin wid has we ever deeded it away no that we ain't then it's still ourn ain't it so therefore we goes back in force and through our chosen leaders we demands at these yer trespassers rehands it back over to its rightful owners 
which, he says, tha's us. Even so, says Lissus, even so. You lands and you demands. And in what? This year country belonged once upon a time to the Injuns, and white folks come along and chiseled em out of it. Didn't they? They sure did so. But I ain't heerd bout no gin'l movement in favor of turnin' it back over agin to the Injuns. The Injuns mout feel that a way, but I ain't spectin' to see many white folkses votin' in favor of it. Listen, wanst you let white folks get they feets rooted in the ground, and they stays fast, regardless of what the former proprietors may think bout it. White folks in gin'l is very funny that way, and more specially ef they is Angler Saxons. I don't know myself whar this year Angler Saxony is. I done look for it on the map, and tain't thar. I reckon so many Angler Saxons must a moved off to other parts of the world, seekin' what they could confiscate unto theyselves at the original country they hailed from has done vanish. Judgin' by they names, some of em must a been Scotch, and some of em must a been Irish, and plenty more of em must a been English. But no matter what they names is, they is all a lack in one respect, and tha's clingin fast to all the unimproved real estate which they gets they hands on. I knows cause I was born and brung up mongst em down in North Carolina, and they is still a right smart sprinklin of em left round these yer northern parts too. You just try to mek em give up somethin which they desires fur to keep on keepin it and you'll find em a powerful unhealthy crowd to prank wid. They's a heap of talk, he says, bout the other races, which is pourin in year, crowdin em plumb out of New York City in time, notwithstandin of em havin been amongst the fust settlers year. But let me tell you somethin, if they wasn't but two of them Angler Saxons left in this whole town, I bet you one of em would be the mayor and the other'd be the chief of police. Next to holdin on to the land, runnin the government is the most favorite sport they follows after. And, he says, ef that is true of this yer country, you tek it from me it's true of Africa. Me, I looks for a lot of colored funerals to take place before you has your wish bout regainin your former homesteads over thar, he says. Then his tone sort of changes. But, he says, I has just been statin the arguments on the no side. I wants to be fair, so I will likewise low there's something to be said on your side, too. In fact, he says, if only the suitable arrangements can be made beforehand, I aims to enlist myself in with the movement and give to it, he says, my most hearty's support. That seems to sort of take em by surprise. This here Oscar Jordan, being the most gabby one, is the first to get over his surprisement. 
How come you can feel that way, Lissus?" he says, "w'en fur the past ten minutes you been preachifyin' ag'in the whole notion? How come you willin' fur to remove yo'se'f off to the perposed All Affikin Republic ef you holds them views w'ich you jes' expound?" "Who? Me?" says 'Lisses. "You got me wrong. I ain't aimin' to remove myse'f nowhars. I is mos' comfor'ble whar I is at. No suh, whut I aims to do is to 'tach myse'f to the collector's office yere at home an' handle the money dues ez they comes a rollin' in frum the rest of you niggers. That's goin' to be me an' my job collectin' and also dispersin', specially the last named. I rises from where I is setting, and I crosses to him, and I extends to him the right hand of fellowship, and I says to him, I says, You, I says, and me both. I nominates myself to hep you with them duties. Brother Petty, I says, you speaks words of wisdom, which they sounds like my own. Les us two promenade forth into the fresh air of the evenin', I says, and exchange mo views on the subjects of the day. I feels, I says, at we is goin' be agreeable companions one to the other, and vice versa. So from that hour we becomes good friends and sees quite much of one another. And the more I sees of him, the better the cut of his jib seems to suit me. He follows after cornet playing for a living. He plays in the orchestra at the Colored Crescent Vaudeville Theater on the corner below where the Pastime Club is. So what with him being in the profession and us friends and all, I thinks of him the next minute after this big idea comes to me up at the studio. And that's why I goes seeking for him in West 135th Street, which without much trouble I finds him. I takes him aside and I starts telling him what I has in my mind. Before I has been speechifying to him more than a minute, I can tell he's getting interested and he begs me for to continue. And when I gets through, He's just acclamatious over the notion of going in partners with me on the proposition. So we spends the rest of the day and until far into the night discussing the thing from every angle. End of chapter 11